재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 Bringing you stimulating discussions on current affairs Discover the best of news and current affairs Primetime on TBS EFM And are there a lot of Korean uh, journalists uh, attending this event? Actually, the um, uh, number of journalists coming into Davos uh, is pretty much set. Uh, I think uh, you know, about 1,000 people are covering this event. Uh, unfortunately, there are not enough Korean uh, media outlet here in Davos. Oh. Um, SBS, Mail, Gyeongje, Chuangilbo, Yonhap, and Joseon, that's pretty much it. And uh, I think we should cover more of these events. Uh, unfortunately, that's not the case. So hopefully we expect better next year. Right. after. The timing certainly, uh, as far as media coverage is concerned, uh, really dominated by uh, what's going on with President Park Geun-hye and Choi Soon-sil. And uh, obviously there is uh, a bit of a focus that has shifted away from Davos. Uh, for someone like yourself, who uh, I understand you've been covering this event, um, reporting on it for almost 10 years, do you notice anything different this year than, than previous years? It is, of course, a, a very, very uh, changed world with the uh, right-wing populism rising, Brexit, uh, Donald Trump's election. Uh, was that really a topic of discussion? Yes. Uh, actually, I've been covering this uh, event since 2002. And, um, you know, back in, like, before 10 years ago, people were talking about uh, grander themes, like, you know, how to uh, control the climate change, what to do with nuclear issues, and so on. But this year, for some reason, a lot of people are more concerned about populism. Yes, because of Trump's rising, I think uh, uh, corporate people are very concerned about protectionism. Uh, a lot of people are concerned uh, with, with, you know, this polarizing uh the political dichotomy in, in every nation because everybody's facing quite similar things and there is this anger from the middle class and so on. So everybody's trying to grapple with this issue. Um, for for that matter, I think, uh, yes, this year's uh, theme sounds or the atmosphere is pretty different from mm. the previous years. Um, a lot of people are uncertain about what's going to happen uh, you know, this year from now on, uh, once Trump is coming in to office uh, tomorrow, and uh, Xi Jinping announced that he will be the guardian of the protection, I mean, guardian of the free trade and so on. So everybody's uh, sort of anxious to see how it all plays out. Yeah, speaking of anxious, uh, here in Korea, we're, of course, all anxious uh, with the political situation and uh, what that means uh, uh, with the uh, probe as well as the impeachment proceedings. Uh, how... 
how big is the Korean presence aside from the journalists, uh, the other attendees or or dignitaries uh, from Korea who have attended this event? Actually, it's quite dismal <laughs> compared mm. to the previous years uh, because of the you know scandal back in Korea. Uh, you know, SK Chetewon, uh, Chairman Chetewon, he's a um, he, he comes here often. I mean, almost every year, uh, if he could. And I've seen him roaming around, you know, with a backpack just by himself mm. and, and actually try to figure out what's going on around the world. Uh, there are other CEOs who used to do that from, uh, you know, other companies. But this year, that, that number has diminished. And uh, uh, hopefully, you know, next year we get better. Uh, unfortunately, you know, the one thing that I like to stress is that everybody here, are talking about the future and back in korea we're talking about the past and that is quite uh you know sad things right because we have to worry about what's going to happen in the future right uh, the, the uh i suppose when you mention chetewon uh, specifically, there is, of course, uh, the uh, factor that he, he, even if he wanted to go, he couldn't go. A lot of the um, perhaps leaders uh, are under an exit ban in this country. In terms of Korea's influence in the world, this is not necessarily indicative of Korea uh, having a presence there, meaning that if that presence is lighter, that somehow they are uh, less prominent on the global stage, right? Yes, um Actually, Korea in the previous years, like two years ago, President Park Geun-hye came here. Uh, last year, uh, uh, you know, the FKI, FKI the federal uh, Korean, you know, the the Jeon Gyeongnyeon, mm-hmm. they they actually hosted uh, Korea's Night and so on. This year, uh, actually, they decided to forego before the scandal erupted. So it's not because of sc- scandal that they canceled this Korean Night this year, but. Um, uh, they decided to do it every other year because of the diminishing Korean presence. And as you said, the Korea's influence in the global matter uh, isn't that big. Uh, I guess uh, China and the United States and maybe European nations dominate you know, agendas here. But again, that's the case uh, throughout the uh, global um, you know, mechanism. And I think uh, uh, the diminishing Korean's presence is actually a quite um, you know downturn mm. from my uh, from my perspective, and, and the way we've uh, been able to follow the stories written by journalists like yourselves, uh, when when you've also framed it uh, earlier in this interview, is that there seems to be this sort of dichotomy now uh, with the emergence of uh, uh, a person like Donald Trump and this uh, feeling that uh, you do need to be more um, nationalistic or protectionist in terms of uh, what you do in your own country and what implications they have with globalism and free trade. And on the other hand, you have this other individual like Xi Jinping of China saying, I'm going to be the guardian of free trade. Are we seeing sort of these two sort of pillars now uh, emerging as, as um, I guess, competitive forces going forward as to the direction the world, the international community should take? Uh, that is exactly correct. Uh, but I think, you know, one, uh, some group of people at Davos are more concerned about the political dichotomy within their country. Some mm-hmm. people, like corporate, corporate leaders, the multinational corporate leaders, they're concerned about protectionism. So they, it's, a, it's not just two forces, but all these things are happening all at the same time. Um, the, the, the political dichotomy issue, uh, I think many nations, and probably Korea will in the future, because we are expecting to have an election this year, uh, whether in June or in December. But um, a lot of 
so-called developed nations, um, the people who are concerned about political dichotomy, are talking about you know the elite sort mm-hmm. of missed what the public's anger is all about, right. um, in, in, including in the United States or Europe or and Korea. Uh, the elite needs to listen to the anger, and uh, when we miss it, then this the result shows into this populism, because that, that that will if the elite sort of uh, misses the the public's anger, public's frustration, and so on, then it will only provide the soil for this uh, populism to grow. And uh, that's the biggest warning that I heard uh, in this uh, Davos Forum as far as the political dichotomy is concerned. So you are getting a sense then from these so-called elites that, look, we did drop the ball. Uh, We may have been uh, a little too detached from what the actual people want, and that has cost, that has resulted in some cost both politically and maybe economically around the world. And you, you... you feel that they may be shifting their approach or at least have a greater awareness now of uh, being more engaged with what the local population wants? I think that's the, um, the major thing. Uh, they should be more engaged with the local uh, populace. Uh, I mean, popul- the local population and what they are actually thinking about. And um, most of the cases, uh, the United States are, I mean, Americans are sort of looking at their own country with, with great concern. Europeans uh, with Brexit and so on, things are, uh, the populism is on the rise. So uh, they're sort of giving warnings to other nations like, you know, Korea or Japan or whatever, uh, that populism could wreck mm-hmm. their economy, uh, could lead to a wrong place. So they are giving us a warning. And the, the elite, the, the main message for them is that the elite should pay attention to the, um, the sort of bottom 50% of the population who are not really up there. We've been talking about Xi Jinping. Uh, we mentioned him a couple of times uh, as China's president. He did give the opening speech. Is is this an opportunity for China to really assert itself um, as I know the aspirations have been for many years to become really a global power, one of the other superpowers to match the United States? Are we seeing that emergence uh, at this year's Davos Forum? Uh, yes, definitely. Uh, China uh plays a key role in uh, shaping up the Davos Forum uh, on a global stage. Uh, actually, Chinese sort of came out forward when there's this void uh, because of this uh, uh, Trump's, uh, you know, I mean, Trump's rhetoric about protectionism. So Chinese all of a sudden thrust into this main stage mm. that we will be the guardian of, of free trade. Um, and they said a lot of things. The, the President Xi Jinping said, you know, he will lower the barrier for foreign companies to operate in China. Uh, he said a lot of things, um, and he will try to uh, create a level playing field for everybody uh, and so on. But at the same time, uh, Koreans like me and some other Japanese and, and um, German companies, they are quite worried about what he said. Right. Because in reality, Chinese, what, this is what they say. They, do, they say this and they do the other. So uh, they say they will be the guardian of free trade, but at the same time, you know, in local areas, protectionism is still rampant. Uh, it is very difficult for foreign companies to operate in China and so on. So I think uh, it remains to be seen how uh, President Xi Jinping's words will be carried out. And a lot of people are really watching it right, right now. Final question, and I know this is a question that's been posed to you many, many times, but for our listeners, we talk about the local population being disgruntled. Uh, how do you address the criticism that the perception 
that Davos, the World Economic Forum, is essentially just a country club of guys like Bill Gates and Warren Buffett and political leaders to kind of uh, come together, have fancy dinners and, and seminars and just talk about the world's problem. But ultimately, nothing gets done to help the average guy on the street. Well, uh, that could be true. Uh, there's some uh, truth to it. But I think still, you know, people need to gather together and try to solve international problems. Uh, you know, they're not here to solve their own national problem. They're here to sort of discuss about problems that spills over the borders. And there are a lot of issues that would, that, that is the case. So climate change is the main issue. The driverless uh, cars or uh, the new scientific technology breakthroughs and for instance, uh, artificial intelligence, what do we do with these? You know, in, in Korea, we never talk about uh, regulating artificial intelligence. Mm-hmm. But here, everybody's talking about um, what we shall do with artificial intelligence. For instance, uh, shall we let machines, you know, run around by itself? Or shall we, uh, uh, you know, put artificial inte- intelligence on weaponry? Mm. You know, then artificial intelligence will just go out and, you know, create, I mean, do on their own warfare and stuff like that. So there's a lot of things to think about. And we have back in Korea, we never talk about these things. Right. Uh, so I think it is there is this, uh, uh, I mean, reason for World Economic Forum to be here and uh, people do gather. And I think there should be many more of these World Economic Forum type of uh, conferences around the world. Uh, have people get together, whether they are rich or poor, whatever, it doesn't matter, you know. Um, the, the World Economic Forum is keep telling people that multi-stakeholder society, we have to have everybody in. So the leaders from, uh, um, you know, labor union, leaders from teachers union, leaders, leaders from any, every sector of the society should get together uh, and, and try to solve uh, problems. And I think that's the purpose right. of the World Economic Forum you know, providing platform for everybody to come around and, and discuss about global issues. Okay. And, uh, I hope, I hope there are more, many more of these things happening around the world. Well, Mr. Che, we thank you very much for your time and helping us understand uh, what's going on in Davos. Uh, thank you very much. Thank you very much.